Wait. Hey. Hello. I'm here. I'm sorry I'm late. I was just, uh, I was busy fighting my girlfriend on the Laurel Yanny debate. No, I was just watching that. Have you heard about this? Oh my God. Okay. First of all, what do you hear? No, what do you hear? I'm curious. I 100% and unequivocally hear Laurel. That's the only thing that they could be. I do not hear how, I mean, I just watched a video. I don't know who it was. Some like really popular news source. They had this like woman interview a like a language guy. There's a technical term for it. A okay. language dude. A linguist. <clears throat> a linguist. That's the technical term. The smart. The smart person term. The the good term. <laughs> and uh, he talked about how it's a, like a frequency thing. And like, yeah, that's right. Depending that's on your heard. device, like that you hear it from, or it's speakers or whatever, you can hear different things. And that's that if you actually crazy. like raise the pitch up. You hear, or no, if you lower the pitch, you hear Yanny, which is, you totally hear it. And then if you raise the pitch, you hear Laurel. So usually, like, older people, because we're so old, oh my God. older people generally hear Laurel because they're only used to hearing the lower frequencies. And younger people generally hear Yanny. It's like the fucking frequency of whales. <laughs> so (laughs) so uh joey is a yanny then huh she no i mean she i i think that we were arguing about like the fact that it's not possible to hear other things and she was like uh, like she heard laurel too and she's like there's just no way and i was explaining to her about the frequency and she was like Mm. no there's no way yeah i actually as i was walking out of the door of work i i think it was like on facebook or something sure and i listened to it and i shared it with uh my coworkers, and we oh all heard God. laurel yeah i really i truly think that everyone it's a tr- i think people are trolling you when they're like yeah i heard yanny i'm like you're fucking lying see i think that but then i i go back to the whole what color is this dress thing again i think people are fucking lying i definitely saw both at different times there was one time There's i specifically no remember way. i looked at the picture and it was white and gold and then it shifted before my eyes into black and blue there's and I was no like, what way. What the hell just happened? I don't know. So that one, I, I am inclined to believe. I don't know about the Yanny Laurel thing. I mean, science I, is proving I, it. So science can't explain yawning. So I don't care. Which is crazy. crazy. Until Richard Dawkins himself presents me with this factual information, I don't care. I'm not believing a word of it. Our topic today. So yes, yeah, speaking of brilliant people. Yes, speaking of brilliant people. Yeah, so we're going to do a new segment called Heroes and Legends. Was that it? Sure. I forgot immediately. Okay. Heroes, <laughs> Heroes and now. Legends. <laughs> the new segment. And um, what we're going to be talking about is people that inspire us. You know, they're, I mean, brilliant people usually, smart people, intelligent people, scientists, biologists, uh, people from literature, you know, novelists, whatever. And talking about why they inspired us, sort of like how we've discovered them. Wow, you and set so, the bar really high because mine is literally a reality TV star. You are a huge fan of Donald Trump too? <laughs> oh, God. That's a whole podcast on its own. Let's just back burner that one. <laughs> I was going to make a joke and I decided You to were going to make America great again? I was. Oh, I'm hoping to. Let's keep America great. Hashtag 2020. We'll see what happens. Okay, so um, so all right, for me, the person that we should we do rock paper scissors find out who goes first? How would we verify? <laughs> that was a joke. We can't see each other. 
yeah. Okay. I mean, rock, I was like, paper, scissors, scissors. Shoot, I hit rock. Okay, so I'm gonna go first. Okay. <laughs> okay, so um, a person that really inspires me is Dr. Jordan B. Peterson. Uh, we have him on the show today. Um, you wish. Oh, dude, I would. You know what's funny is I was actually practicing an impression. So I was going to do a joke. I was going to do a bit where I was like, yeah, we actually have him on the show today. And then I was going to go into this impression <laughs> of him. I don't, I don't really know how it sounds. I'll actually, I'll do it for you. You can tell me how it. Uh... I've never heard of him. Have talk. you listened? Oh, my God. But it's... I was very excited to find out because I bought that book. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. Text I sent you. Bought that yeah. book, started reading it. And I was excited to find out that he was actually a YouTuber before he published all of that. Well, I mean, he like, he wasn't just a YouTuber. He obviously was like a lecturer, <laughs> he was not. but he, he was a his professor, first like, yeah. avenue into like distributing this outside of a classroom, distributing what he knows and talks about was yeah. YouTube, which I thought yeah. was very cool. I, Cause usually lecturers and stuff don't do that. He's pretty cool. He's an, he's a unique guy. Also, I do want to just make a quick caveat. Uh, I just caught myself sniffling. I Ooh. slept outside for three days and was just baked and covered in pollen. So my <laughs> allergies are really bad. So if you hear me sniffling, I really am. I don't know how to mute on this app. So no, I'm, there's no I'm way. Sorry. That is. I'm sorry. Sniffles and all. Um, you're going to hear some sniffles. But all right. So if you haven't heard Jordan Peterson talk, it's kind of ridiculous because <laughs> it just doesn't sound like how he you'd think he would. But I'm going to do an impression and then you can. You can figure it out later. So I start out by doing like a really good Kermit the Frog impression because he's <laughs> that's he has that like pitch to his voice. And then you're like, no, wrong. There, it, it's obvious that that this metaphysical phenomenological uh, and you just go, you can just go. Please on don't on tell like me that. that's what he sounds like, because that is going to ruin that Dude, book for me. I'm telling you like an old man, Kermit the Frog. He's like an old man, Canadian Kermit the Frog. It's amazing. That's kind it's of amazing. disappointing. I, I feel kind of no. let down. Maybe he no needed way. to put his stuff on YouTube and on in books because people were sick <laughs> of hearing him in lectures. Yeah, he was just like, all right, dude, just stop. But maybe talking, I shouldn't please. include my voice in this whole process. Yeah, just truly. write a book. Let me just write a book. That way people won't hear me talk. Yeah, it's funny because like, so I've been listening to a lot of his lecture series for some time now. Like he's done a, a lecture series called Maps of Meaning, which is brilliant. You need to watch that. That was the one uh, I think he talks about in the book. Yeah, he mentions that in the book. Um, and then he also does one on... Which, what is the book called real quick? Because we keep talking about the book and not saying it. Oh, it's 12 Rules for Life and Ended Out to Chaos. Okay. He has written another book called Maps of Meaning. Mm. Uh, and then that became a lecture series, a, a course in, I think, the University of Toronto. He, he did a, like a 15, 16-part lecture on the book of Genesis, which is insane. Um, and that's actually what I was listening to this morning on my way uh, to work because, one, they're quite long. Um, and so I like to listen to them while I, I'm at work right now. So I like to listen to them, one, on my drive. And then, two, when I get here in the morning, I'm setting up the shop and everything like that. And it's just the way that he unpacks stuff. I think that there's a phenomenon about him himself. Like he's sort of this – he talks a lot about like mythicism and like archetypes and he'll talk about ancient stories and, you know, like different religious stories, you know, not separate from the Bible, like old Egyptian gods and old um, yeah. Sumerian gods and things like this and how 
all of their stories are sort of fluid and they, they sort of resemble each other in a way that reveals truth, right? So that's the idea of what, like where he gets this idea of like mythical stories can give us some semblance of truth. And I think that it's, it's funny looking at him and listening to him because he'll say things and for me, they click, right? Like I'm, I needed Jordan Peterson in my life because no one, I, I think very differently. You know, it, it's, I mean, you can attest to that. I'm not <laughs> normal, you know, special. Uh, I am special, like <laughs> whatever it is, Asperger's or whatever. Like, I feel like uh fucking, what's his name from the accountant? Uh, what's his name? Ben Affleck. You ever see that movie where the dude's autistic, but he's like brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm convinced. I tell Joey all the time. I'm like, I have autism. And she's like, no, you don't. I'm like, I'm somewhere on the spectrum. Like, I, I have to be. But so when, when Dr. Peterson will talk, he'll say things and go off on a tangent. And I'm like dialed in. I'm taking notes. I'm like, this makes perfect sense to me. I understand about the structure that you're talking about. And you're teaching me about biology and about how the, the human brain was evolved at the same time that snakes evolved. So we have really good snake detection radar in our brains. And then I go outside and I see like a snake in the grass from like fucking a mile away. And I'm like, there you go, Peterson, you got me again. Like, you're right. And then Joey will listen to it. And she just hears Kermit the Frog talking about <laughs> nonsense. And it's like, okay, well, and, but I do understand him. So I think that there's something going on in the same way. You know what? Props to me with the Laurel and Yanni introduction, <laughs> because I think that that really exemplifies Jordan Peterson. Like you either really understand what he's saying or you're like, I mean, I don't know. Like it doesn't really register with me. I, I'm not trying to like mythicize him by any stretch of the imagination, because I think that that's the last thing he would ever want. But he... People have always said in interviews with him, like, you know, a lot of people find like really solid help from you. And he's like, I'm just, I'm just talking. Like I'm just, people need help. That's certain. But like, he's no one special. But to me, he like, when he says something, I'm like, that makes sense. Like, it's almost like, and to the point where I'm, I'm like, honestly considering changing my major to behavioral psychology because Ooh. Uh, yeah, because I feel very, very similar to him, like in the sense of like, I, one, I love to help people. I love to give advice. Uh, and people come to me with it, like problems, like at work all the time. Like I'll have my, my coworkers and they'll be like, my, my girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend is talking to me and I don't know what to do. Like, I really miss her, but like, I'm talking to this one girl and I'll be able to break down the problem and give them advice. And then they come back to me like, man, that's a really good thing. And I think that that's, I think that that sort of plays into that idea that the Laurel and Yanny, where it's like some people can grasp information from Jordan Peterson that other people can't. And it's like when you read the book, 12 Rules for Life, like what's the first rule? Stand up straight with your shoulders back. Well, that's, I mean, that's a great principle for life just in general, like posture wise, like don't be a slouch. But then when he breaks it down, where he talks about uh, how lobsters have evolved like a hierarchical structure and that, you know, defeated lobsters and lobsters who can't mate and lobsters who get the shit kicked out of them. They kind of like walk around all hunched over and slouched and lobsters who are more triumphant and victorious. They stand up straight with their shoulders back. And that's a sign of people with high serotonin levels. Like, you know, if you want to get all like 
red pill, you know, sort of QAnon type of stuff. Like it's their alphas, you know, it's like oh, the no. alphas versus the betas. <laughs> Don't get <You> know? <laughs> But that's true. I mean, you had me up until that point. But that's, I mean, but nature is just that way. Like, you know, without talking about weird dudes online who think that they're like <laughs> alpha males because they lift one dumbbell, it's like, yeah, well, you can't fight for shit and you're emotionally unstable. So tell me again how truly a, a top of the food chain you are, you fucking bald shithead. But, you know, but that's, that is a great principle. So, and, and then when he unpacks it and you're like, well, that makes more sense once you begin to unpack something. And I think that that's the whole phenomenon of Jordan Peterson is that not only is he saying something that's wise, but then he'll break it down to the point where you're like, oh, that's why that principle makes sense. One and of the things I think... that I, I like uh, the most about him, I mean, there's two reasons why I like him now that I've started reading his book, because you've been harping on about Jordan B. Peterson for a long time now. Yep. And I never looked into him, never watched his stuff, never read his book, and I was shopping one day, and I just turned to the right, and his book was there. And I was like, okay, I, have, I can't not get it now after hearing Stephen talk about this guy for so long. And the two things that I really like about him is kind of what we talked about. The first one that he's very practical in his list. Um, the book is kind of like based around the idea of these, this list of the 12 things to, what, how would you summarize it? Be successful, like live a, a better just life. Just to live, you know, like just to live. Um, very practical. But the main, the main reason I liked him was that he draws from a very broad pool of information and resources yeah like he's yeah. not it, it, you can see like his mentality is there's there's something to be learned in all of these things and i want to learn as much as i can so if that's from science books to history to religious texts all of them i'm gonna find the nuggets of truth within these sift out all of the the bullshit and i'm gonna keep all these nuggets and use it to make this list and so he has a very broad pool and i think today especially in america at least right now with like the political place that it finds itself is that sure. like you've said before people are in echo chambers and and not even just in politics but in a lot of in religious areas and in all of these different places you stay within your lane and you don't yeah reach out of it and that's why there's such a divide in there right now um and in a very small sense jordan b peterson kind of says well no every lane kind of has its own value and merit and and yeah yeah in there to learn from you you could you could travel across time and space and across mm -hmm. different planes of knowledge and you'll find principles of truth. And I think that that is where truth lies. If one religious text says that this thing is true, maybe, maybe it's true. But then if like you have 14 religions saying this one part is true, be good to people. Well, that's, that's got to be something. Doubly true. It has to be something. There has to be some merit to it, whether or not there is a God and whether or not that God, ex you know, whatever it is, the Buddha versus Jesus Christ in like the rumble in the jungle type of thing, regardless they're what they're, the principles are truth. And I think that that is such a, 
common misconception, especially with the Christian the evangelical is like, the Bible is the only way to truth. Well, maybe, but like at the same time, if other religions are saying something similar, that's got to mean something. That maybe, yeah, the Bible is true and they're taking other principles, but what about religions okay, that are I older? Can I pause you and really then you quickly get... to just tell you yeah, the scariest I'm go on a rabbit trail. that I just saw? I'm sat, I'm sat at my window and I'm kind of staring at the window as we're talking. And uh-huh. I have a very, like, I, it, my window is through an alley and I can see, like, the street. This guy just walked up and he is a tallish white guy. He was wearing slacks with fancy shoes he was carrying a briefcase he had a tie and a shirt on and he had like black glasses on sunglasses covering his eyes and a trench coat holy shit walked in front of the fence bent over put something there turned looked at me and then walked away what the hell did i just see go pick it up i'm scared to Go That's like the start up. of a movie where you see that, yeah, you pick it up, and then you go. get chased by murderers and drug dealers because you found, like, a fucking gem. But would you rather find a gem and do something exciting, or would you rather not find the gem and, and do something boring? Yeah, but we're losing Pick boring. it up. Pick it up. I'm, I'm not dressed, and I'm not willing to commit to that right now. Oh, I'm so <laughs> mad because it'll be so fucking cool, and I really want to know what it is. I'm gonna keep I'm watching. So mad. I do have to go out in a little bit, okay. so I'm gonna keep watching. See if anybody comes and picks it up, and if they do, I definitely just. If watch not, it you else. better. If if not, you better just go out there and see what it is. <laughs> don't touch it. You don't have to touch it. But just, just see what it is see. for my sake. I mean, I think he, yeah. he bent over. Like it looked like he he walked around a corner, which is not in a public area. Like it's not a walkway. Yeah, yeah. Bent over and then bent and looked at me and walked away. Like, oh god, what? I don't know what that is? And he looked weird. Yeah. Like that's that's not what people in my town dress like. That's that's crazy. Not normal. What if he's a time traveler or like <gasps> someone from the CIA, bro? What if you're meant to find this thing? What if like they're going back yeah. in time because this podcast explodes and blows up <laughs> and we discover some crazy exp- conspiracy theory? And they're, like, coming back in time. If he walked up to the front door right now, I would literally shit my pants. Literally shit your literally. pants? I'm not kidding. I would literally shit my pants. That's so crazy. So instead of just, like, going straight out and, like, saying who it is, I, I kind of alluded earlier that it's a reality, like, I guess TV a reality star. Um, okay. I want to guess. He's not just that. But, yeah, he is. He has been on reality. Well, I don't know if you classify as reality TV. It's definitely a TV show. Okay, so he... He. He's 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 been on the TV show. Yeah, I'm gonna say your hero is uh, Michael Shannon. Who is Michael Shannon? God damn it! He played Zod in uh, the new Superman. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, all right. One more hint. Give me another hint. Uh, his TV show lasted a very long time. I'm going to say Steve Carell. No, but he is funny. No, he's not. He, he, oh, for two. God damn it. Um, so, okay, I'll, I'll just kind of share the story of how I like, how he became that to me. It's a weird thing to call someone your hero or like an idol. It is. I guess. I, I, I think more appropriate is someone I look up to. Okay. Um, I had the opportunity years ago, like you know, to go to Malta. Yeah. And I was... Uh, 
a director slash teacher at the Bible College there for two months. Can I just put that on pause? I totally forgot that that fucking happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were like the big wig of a Bible college. I, yeah, well, I mean, I was the big wig of a small wig college. <laughs> but still, that's a big deal. I uh, totally forgot that that happened. Anyway, carry there, on. It was a very interesting experience. Uh, it, we we had moved across the world for it. Like, um, it was it was a very interesting time. And sure. shortly after I got there, I it was late one night, and I was on YouTube. And okay. I, went, I didn't really use YouTube much at that time. And I okay. stumbled across... Uh, a channel called Tested, which is oh, run God damn it. by Adam Savage. Adam um, fucking Savage. And I just, I like absorbed it. I watched like every single video. Not not so much like the uh, the tech review things and things like that, but like any video where he's making something, his one day builds, like, he, he, like even videos that like on the surface seem so boring, like him making a holder for his Leatherman, like just the most obscure things. I just absorbed it all. And he would just in hearing him talk and in hearing him think and seeing him problem solve, like he would in the middle of a build, like come across a problem and like have a light bulb moment where he's like, Oh, I know exactly what's this, what this needs and pull out the most obscure random little part or tool needed to fix it. And um, I spent, hours like literally i would be if i wasn't outside of the room teaching or with the students i was in there watching tested and uh, i I reached a point where it kind of bummed me out like i'm being honest like i felt i reached this point where i was like i am not ever going to be like that like he's so creative he's so smart he takes his time to think of the problem in its entirety and then figure out a solution. And I was like, and I'm never, I'm never going to be that. I'm dumb compared to him. And I was envious and I was also upset about it. And it really, it, for a while, it bummed me out. Even though I kept watching his stuff because I was admiring it, it was also at the same time bumming me out because I was like, I'll never be that. Well, bef- like as a child, obviously like a lot of, younger people at that time watched Mythbusters, the show that he got famous for. Yeah. Um, but then when I moved to England, so I watched it for a few seasons in like the early 2010s, like right when it was starting. Um, and then I stopped watching it for years. And so when I got back from Malta, I, I had reached the point where I had watched all of Tested, all that Tested had to offer. I just soaked it all up. And I was like, well, let me watch Mythbusters. I'll go back and I'll just start over from the beginning. And I started from the beginning and that was obviously like a decade prior. And it was so interesting because he was not the same person at all. Like the one episode where it really clicked for me, they're doing some experiment where they're like checking to see if like a static charge can like explode fumes or something or like a phone can ignite fumes and so they put this phone or or whatever the device was inside of a a box like a plexiglass box and it was filled with like a flammable substance and it was something like he he was messing with the trigger and walked right up to the box and like was looking down into it and then it exploded and it burned off his 
eyebrow and his hair. <laughs> um, and I remember seeing that and being like, oh, wow, that was so dumb of him. And then I was like, wait, what? He was dumb. Like, he was stupid. That was that was a dumb choice. That was He didn't think it through. Like, he made a mistake there. And this person that I thought was, like, incredibly intelligent and probably isn't this time, back then was impulsive and maybe didn't think things through and immature and, and just didn't realize that looking into a box full of flammable something full of, that yeah. could explode might result in you burning your face and, like, burning your hair off. And it was, it was kind of inspiring to me. He, there was obviously a transition of growth from then to now. Sure. Like, that feeling of I'm not that person or I'm not smart that can change. And I, I, I can also grow into that person. And so I still watch pretty much anything that has to do with him. He has an awesome podcast as well. Still untested um, YouTube, anything. He has Ted talks that are fantastic. Um, huh. He is just such an inquisitive, I, I envy his brain and his mind, but also like the lesson that I learned by him, which was, you might not be that person now, but you can be someday. That's profound. That's, and that now, now he's my hero. I just soak up anything to do with him. Any, anything, I just absorb it. And I could not recommend him enough, even going back and watching Mythbusters, you you see that mindset begin to form of problem solving and, and tackling issues and, and obviously safety. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's, that's, that's my hero. That is surprising. That is surprising. He's a, he's a good man. A good man. Indeed. I have someone coming in. <laughs> How's it going? Say you're wet? Yeah. The rain will do that. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's kind of a good place to end the podcast. I hope that you guys were maybe inspired. I, 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 both of the people that we discussed are incredible people that I can't recommend enough. Um, you can hear Steven selling things in the background. Um, definitely check them out. Look up, I mean, look up their YouTubes and Jordan B. Peterson's book and uh, Adam Savage's podcast and maybe you'll kind of come to love them like we have. Um, if you guys like what you hear, please share it, subscribe, follow. Um, on Anchor, if you guys download the Anchor app, you can actually become a part of the show by sending in comments or questions and if you do, they will be addressed and and we'll include it in the next episode. So if you do want to be featured, send in some uh, some little audio clips. Um, and, and hopefully you guys will come in and tune in for the next episode as well. Um, but I think the question is, was it something I said?